somewhere, and that means that you're listening to Spoiler Alert. For the past four weeks, we have gone head to head to head looking at various films of the artist currently known as Whoopi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and tonight, <laughs> and tonight, we decide which finalists will persevere. It is time to go berserk with the finale of the Whoopi March Madness competition. Bum, 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 bum. That song just said she wasn't going to do any voice <laughs> stuff tonight. No, no, I just said that I wouldn't make a horrifying uh, imitation of a basketball noise and scare myself. Okay, that's else. fair. That's fair. But you still bum, 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 bum. Um, But of course, I can't do it alone. Uh, I'm joined by Sean and Sonia. I will someday say a word that means both your names somehow as I, as I like you're, slowly You feel close to mer- merging in, us. Into Shania. Shania. I don't know. No, I like to have... I, I don't know why I started putting the J in your name, Sanj, but I did. Yeah. I don't know, but I really like it. That's where we... I don't know. I don't know called. No one's ever called you out because her spelling is not with a J, but... Uh, it's, it is so far. But for you, so it is. Uh, anyway, you guys, in a little sort of uh, red carpet session... Whoa. If you will. What am I wearing? Maybe, like a, maybe, a, maybe we'll, 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 we'll tease. <laughs> These tease are uh, Walmart sweats and a <laughs> Gap hoodie. Oh, maybe uh, crop the, Thank you so much. Yeah, these are the same Levi pants that I've been wearing for the past 10 years. I wow. have 15 copies of them. Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, copies? We're in stock once and I loaded up. People don't uh, speak about clothes as copies, do they? It's not the verbiage we use. If you if you had two items of the same thing, what would what else would you copy? I know oh. you do. You're you have a cartoon outfit. You're like, this is the, this is the outfit I wear. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, like Doug, like how each... Doug just had a closet of all his little outfits. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm more like a a WWF character from WWF Raw on the N64. Where oh. you couldn't change the outfit, but you could change the color of the outfit. Mm. You know, mm. I've got I've got my single pair of black pants. I think is what we're all uh, sort of getting into. Uh, but well, that's only part of what the red carpet is for. Um, today we're going to peel back the curtain just a bit, and before we dive into the final round, we'd like to bring you up some honorable mentions. Yes. So these are films that almost made the cut for contention. It's hard when it's you have so hard. someone. Who has made a bajillion films. And then the other mm-hmm. part of it is that each of us kind of play this game a little bit differently. So, for example, Sonia likes to win. Mm. And I just sort of pick things based off a trailer. <laughs> and and then in this case, at least for this year, Sean was very much going into his heart and seeking seeking things that he was bringing to us. Um, uh, from, yeah, from love. deep, deep love. Deep, yes. nostalgic love. Um, so you guys, before we get, before we fully gold berserk, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Uh, what, uh, were some honorable mentions that you were thinking of picking, uh, when we had our picks for the, these episodes, Sean, do you have one? Well, I would just like to say off the start that if you get into, uh, her IMDB, I was going to say Karen's IMDB, but I forget her birth name is Karen, but her middle name, I forget, (laughs) but I you get into Whoopi's uh, IMDb, you will be shook and shocked. There's thousands of things that come up. Not actually, but um, and when we, you might remember when we did the Robin Williams Mad- March Madness, we did an entire week of voice acting, and mm-hmm. we probably could have done it for her too, because she's a lot of voicing. 
but that's neither here nor there. Um, one thing that I did, I wanted so badly to watch and we didn't get around to it or it didn't fit quite, but it's a film from 1995 called Theodore Rex. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and this film, uh, Whoopi was actually legally forced to make because she, uh, I think she had verbally uh, verbally agreed at one point, and then when she found out the plot, she back tried to back out. She got sued in a twenty million dollar lawsuit, and she was legally forced to make a film where she plays a cop, and it's in a society where animals live freely amongst them and so her it's a buddy cop comedy but her co-star is a dinosaur and so then they have to and he's bumbly and she's serious and they have to team up together to find out who is trying to kill the dinosaurs by starting another ice age and so i really really wanted to get some eyes on that but you know it just didn't if if there was a wild another wild card, perhaps I would have put it in, but it felt a little ridiculous to to gauge her acting talents in something that she is being forced head and foot to make. Uh, and it is it's a very much a TBS uh, thing, which is where I watched it for the first time. Uh, fun fact: it was the first direct-to-video movie to receive any sort of Razzie nomination mm. uh so so that's you know that's the kind of attention that you want there and um, it is the most expensive direct-to-video film at that time it was as well yeah well and it's, you've got like a like a whole cast of like puppeteers making all these dinosaurs work and it's just kind of a confusing bit of something and you have to ask yourself are you willing to force your co-hosts to watch an awful thing just because you think it's kind of funny and it's, like it, in the case of the telephone, yeah, you I did. Think, I was going to say you did agree to that one. Uh, I, I think I think that's totally fine. I still stand by that decision. But I really want to get the whole. You know, we should maybe do a category of worst. Mm. We could the have best, done a worst. The best worst. The best worst. Yeah, that's a good idea. Anyway, a thing to think about. A thing to think about. Uh, Much Sanj. to think about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you have any honorable mentions uh, for Whoopi going into this I... at all? I did. I had a couple for sure. Probably the biggest one um, would be 1994's Karina Karina. Um, Oh, yes. I watched it a lot as a kid, interestingly. Uh, I think because it was just on TBS all the time. Um, And, like, I remember her being really good in it. Like, I think that's probably actually the first thing that I saw Whoopi in, maybe other than Mm -hmm. The Lion King. Which honestly is also an honorable mention. <laughs> She's just not in it that much, but excellent work yeah. as a hyena. Um, Very scary. But you know, like we we did kind of have our fill of Whoopi in the kind of stereotypical role that unfortunately black women have too often been made to play in order to have a career. Um, you know, like she's she's a maid in that one, and again, is kind of the like, you know, magical figure who. Yeah, magical nanny. Yeah. Yeah. Helps um, not Mara Wilson speak. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Wish Mara Wilson. (laughs) You could have knocked me over with a feather when I found out it wasn't Mara Wilson. I, I like when I think of the film, it has Mara Wilson in it, so I'm not sure That's what's really going funny. on there. That's so funny, the Matilda effect. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, honestly, I should rewatch it because who knows what it's actually like. But in the filter, through the filter of nostalgia, I remember her being really good in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I well, yeah, no, I I was thinking of it as well, and then I found the telephone situation that we mentioned earlier yes um, yeah yes you couldn't help uh, yourself i couldn't i couldn't help myself sean have you seen karina karina yes i have yeah i think like it would actually be hard to not have seen it at this point it really it was one of those ones ray Le- you don't forget ray Liotta uh inventing the jello jingle <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you i 100 percent forgot that that's what he did in this thing <laughs> Uh, I do. Ray Liotta is a jingle writer. Okay, mm-hmm. that's but what I, he is. Oh, that's what he is. Uh, I do though, like blow at red lights to this day uh, mm. to try and get them to change. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it did. It did have an effect on me, even though. Oh, Ray... that was heartbreaking. When, mm-hmm. when she was trying to blow on the lights, and Ray Liotta didn't know the game and was like, no. "What are you doing? You don't understand that." Uh, oh, anyway, sad. Dad. Well, uh, listeners, Sean and Sanj know this, and I have been struggling with how we could possibly talk about The View on mm. our, mm-hmm. uh, our movie, uh, show about Whoopi. Uh, you guys, it's definitely an honorable mention. She's been on The View a long time. Yes. And she has won many enemy, Emmys and not enemies. <laughs> and and maybe, enemies. Probably enemies as well. Megan Megan McCain. Among others. Uh, among. But yeah, but Whoopi joined the show in two thousand seven and has not left since. Uh you know, she's been That's actually in, quite outrageous. It's what? That's a long time. It is a it is a long time. The only, I mean she uh, did she did have a two week suspension after making some extremely problematic comments about the Holocaust, but yes, no, that's, that's the only interruption of her tenure. She is not without her. Yeah. She's not a squeaky clean um, reputation on that show. I actually was going to send you guys a, sh- I was like, maybe I can find a clip that's like best of Whoopi Goldberg. But the only one that popped up was what worst of Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. No. I was going to say, yeah. And it was just her making takes that everyone was like, I don't think that's true. And she's like, oh, well, whoops. <laughs> I'm like, well, this isn't very good. This isn't very exciting. So I won't send that. Um, yeah. But the only two, the only, well, I can't even tell from this chart. Barbara may have been on The View a bit longer, but I mean, soon that will end. And Joy's the only one who's been on. She's the longest. She's only taken a two year break and that's it. I uh, should lend you Ladies Who Punch, Jeremy. Yeah. You might get a kick out of it. It is a thorough history of the ladies of the view, and it's <laughs> very fun. A lot of drams on oh that show, let me tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I've just been trying to figure out what category the view comes into, because I mean that's a wild card pick, and I don't know if any of us have time to watch twenty years worth of television uh, daily. Television? Five, like five episodes a week? How yeah, many I think so. Of you are there? Jeremy, if you made me watch one episode of The View, I don't know if I'd finish. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. I, I, don't, 
I mean, if Whoopi wasn't talking, I'd fast forward at least. But that's 5,000 episodes of The View, um, <laughs> which is, at, you know, terrifying and impressive. We'll get there. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> like, speaks to that, like, American talk show culture of mm-hmm. just, like, filtering every possible public interest story through, like, five ladies talking <laughs> just talking about stuff like just the way you know just the way like the way that they've managed to make news an entertainment industry in that country i don't know totally. i don't i think that... i don't think i could watch my, many episodes of the view because i would start to dwell on it too much That's yeah true. and it's it is it's the same problem i have with the podcast and it's the whole like where do you start thing and i'm sure that there's people uh who made that documentary sean who deeply understand what part is for whom but uh i i don't know i don't know that any of us could take that emotional toll you know yeah yes well and it was interesting because like over these weeks i have really like reconnected to my love for Whoopi and just been reminded like how much i really love her as a performer and so it was a little like it was interesting kind of being confronted with some of her uh, less, <laughs> so, yeah, the, her human complexity in terms of some of the missteps she's made on the View and some of the really bad opinions she's had. Like <laughs> she has, she has apologized or sort of like stood by a lot of men who've done bad things. Bill Cosby yeah. and Mel Gibson among them, and I don't know. I guess it, it's that good reminder that like. If you, especially if you're of a certain age and you're famous and rich and have them for a long time, like you need to not say anything. You're gonna have bad opinions. You need to not post on the. Don't post on the internet. Don't don't run your own social media accounts. Yeah. Or or create your own social media platform for that Mm. matter. Or be a main yeah platform. Yeah. Uh, I, but you guys, I do wonder, given all we've watched. Do you think they have a little pre-meeting before the show and it's just like, okay, who wants to take the edge on this one? And like, cause I feel like Whoopi would be like, yeah, I can say something crazy, you know? <laughs> and like, maybe, maybe sometimes it's too much, but like, she's got the chops for it is all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think it's probably like that explicit. I think it is just like, they know in casting who they cast that that's going to happen. And then they selectively like have certain topics and guests and stuff where they know things are going to get heated. But I don't think they have to tell her. (laughs) Whoopi's specific role is kind of like the Barbara Mm. role where you just keep things moving. You facilitate. She doesn't necessarily need to be saying any crazy comments. If she just keeps throwing it to, the other kookaloos that she's got, she can get out of this scot-free. Sean, yeah. do you watch The View? Um, no, I do not. But, okay. <laughs> but you know, at, it's it's institutional. We know what mm-hmm. it, I know what it looks like. That's true. Because uh, there is a Canadian version, the name of the which talk, is... The Talk, I think? There's like it's the real, the chew, the talk, the walk, the... <laughs> The clock. <laughs> I was no. waiting. I was just like, let me see what he's gonna say. I was gonna. I was gonna say like four different ones before I ended on the clock. But yeah, there's a lot. The format 
the view is the blueprint and people are like, this is like a lot of people watch this. So then that's why there's mm-hmm. a million spinoffs. And sometimes you get, sometimes sparks fly and sometimes you don't. And actually uh, in Barbara Walters, like before you go on stage, there is a, like a piece of paper that says make sparks fly. So that is on the top of people's heads. Say mm. things that are controversial. Save things for controversial. Um, and that's why I have a thing to say about the earth. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sean's a the, flat earther. <laughs> yes, there we go. Well, it's, it's good that it's out. Uh, the Canadian one is called The Social, but Sanj, mm. you are correct. There is another one called The Talk. The Social. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the cast of this, and I am blown away. I had no idea. Anyway, okay. Uh, well, let's leave. We're going to have to do a show. Well, can I do now. Can I do also an honorary mentions? Of, please, please. So the other other two that I was like, would love have to have seen, but her roles were just too small. She was like, mm. um, she does great in them, but it's just, we would have watched an entire movie for like five minutes of screen time. First, Girl Interrupted. She is, mm. she is a sort of stern head nurse at this psychiatric hospital, which is entirely cast with, extremely well-known actresses and so she is kind of 10th on the call sheet but does a really great job um and also same sort of scenario she's in soap dish which is so funny and such a great movie um she plays sally field's assistant it's like behind the scenes of a soap opera but everyone's lives are also like kind of a soap opera um and it's also extremely like stuffed cast like Robert Downey Jr., Kathy Moriarty, Elizabeth Shue. There's Ooh. everyone you can... All these like great people are in it. So um, those are both great films. You should watch them, but not good for Whoopi Goldberg's arc. Mm. Uh, I was also considering there's a... Well, there's a few. I always get to pick an extra one for the game, but uh, there was, there's one called Fatal Beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, title. And it's an uh, action comedy with... Uh, Whoopi and Sam Elliott, and uh, another tall, skinny white man. I wonder if they dated. Uh, I'll I'll see if it's on the list here. No, (laughs) not not as of not as of note on uh, on Wikipedia. But uh, there you go. Do you have Um, Whoopi's dating history pulled up? I I pull up. I open up a bunch of tabs pre-show every time. Okay. Uh, Whether or not they're relevant, we see. But. that's that. I uh, love the anyway. Prep, the prep work. Uh, okay, let's let's. Uh, Sanj, do you have any more honor, honorable mentions? Are you good to go? Um, I think I'm probably good to go. I mean, I still have never seen how Stella got her groove back, which just feels like a chunk missing in my in my film history. So mm. I'll watch it someday. I'm sure. Groove's got to get back. Okay. Uh, now, uh, moving on, the moment that you've all been waiting for. Whoa. Uh, I changed the lights and I you changed the lights for this radio, but Sean reacted enough to make it work uh, that was dramatic that was uh, okay so the moment you all been waiting for in one corner a passionate adaptation of Alice Walker's The Color Purple so in there's another... gonna be three corners in this scenario yeah, yeah it's a yeah, triangle yeah, it's a triangle okay it's, yeah it's, it's fine and another the soulful tale of a woman on the run who finds more than she prayed for Okay. Jeremy, are you writing these? <laughs> uh-huh. Copywriter? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and of course, The View. No. Right. <gasps> Sorry. That's wrong. <laughs> it's not The View. Uh, the story of a ghostly man 
<laughs> who needs to let Molly know you in danger, girl? Wow. Uh, in true spoiler alert fashion, uh, each of these, uh, we we will rank each of these films in order of their uh, whoopiness uh, while discussing past scores. Ranks will be assigned and po- uh, points will be assigned to ranks, and one will win more points than the others, and that one will be declared the winner. Mm. I explained that horribly. But it doesn't matter. Our we listeners are so smart. They know what's going on. And it's fine. Uh, we're going to rank them. Uh, in the event of a tie, I think this is a rule we came up with, so I'm going to say it live on the radio right, right now. Uh, in the event of a tie, previous scores will be used to, mm. to break the tie. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Are we yeah. going to like talk about them first and then rank them? This feels too soon. Yeah, we're going to talk about everyone. I was going to okay, go okay, like we're okay. going to now we're going to talk about the first movie. Yeah. I was okay. like, dear, we can't, we can't get it. You're letting the listeners ourselves. see behind the I, curtain, you guys. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I explained it poorly. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the first Whoopi film we will be discussing in this evening in an attempt to sway the other co hosts in mm. our beliefs that may or may not be affirmed is, of course, Ghost. Ghost. Mm. Uh, yes. The film of Ghost. Colin uh, Jones. <laughs> Colin Jost is here to present. Colin Jost, oh, please no. tell your tell us your thoughts on Ghost. This is very um, Canada Reads. If we got a celebrity to represent each of the films oh. and fight it out. Someone write that we, down for next year. Yeah. <laughs> Someone write that down. Uh, so the winner of the wildcard category by, I'm not going to say a landslide, but it was a lot. I think mm-hmm. anything over 15 points is a pretty, a pretty big. Well, it's a big margin. Big, yeah. Yeah. Um, but of course, we always are talking about the characterization, voice, physicality, tension of emotion, and style points of Whoopi's character. It, you know, Ghost is a hard one mm-hmm. because is. Whoopi is not at the center here. Mm-hmm. And there is a thing that I would like to remind our listeners about that is a thing that I think we're going to use for the rest of time. Which is, of course, who's the Oprah mm-hmm. of the situation based <laughs> yeah. off the color purple. Yeah. And... In this situation, I think Sean. I think Sean said it best. Was it Sean? Or was it? I can't remember. But she is the Oprah. She, in this case, is the Oprah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any uh, particular thoughts tied to any of our categories? Let's just open it up. Um. Well, I agree with you that I think that is just too little of her to be her best performance because she. She gets to hit on a few notes. She's obviously hysterical. She rips it up and eats the scenery in all of the scenes she's in. But it's mm-hmm. not really about her. She, you know, she pops in maybe 40 minutes into the film. No, probably less, like a half hour. But um, she isn't, she doesn't bring, she's in the other two, she's very much the heart of the film. And in, in this one, she, in this one in particular, she's not. Mm-hmm. not her fault yeah I think it's it's tricky for me because even though that's true and I think does need to be considered I think she's still like we said she's still the Oprah of this movie like she still I think is giving the strongest performance out of all the kind of main players and mm-hmm. This is one for me. Like, I think each of these three, like, final films um, would be so much less good if it wasn't Whoopi in them. But something about this role especially, I just feel like she, like, makes it. You know what I mean? 
Well, and I would agree with you quite a bit there, Sanj. Just because I feel like the like I like Pat Patrick Swayze's character is the main character of Ghost. But a lot he of is the ghost. time yeah, he is he is ghost. Um a lot of the time that we spend in the movie is kind of just learning the rules that govern him. And like it's not even like he's not even talking a lot and if he is no one can hear him so it's not it's like the sort of what like one-sided dare i say almost telephone well even uh, the rules of ghost rules of ghost applied to her are also they changed like i took like i was like why can't you see him why can you (laughs) there's there's loopholes there's all these sorts of things but it is this thing where i feel like because i like demi moore has to be in this film less than whoopi and I don't know if that's true, line for line, screen time for screen time. Absolutely line for line. I think so, yeah. But, but like, the fact that it feels that way so much, mm-hmm. I, think, I, think, I think sort of lends to this whole thing. And it's really true that, like, if you kind of, like, if you have three poles that make up this movie, which is what you do, any one of them do kind of, like, make it fall over. But really, I think that there's, like, an hour that we could edit out of ghost to make it like this, like maybe a bit more eerie drama where we see none of the before stuff. And then he's just like figuring out his existence. And then at that point, you know, Whoopi becomes like the critical character sort of guiding this dude around. Right. So it is just kind of weird the way they sort of like ramrod the love part (laughs) into what is ultimately a, well, a story about uh, a medium and her ghost. <laughs> so you're saying time. So you're saying Demi should have been considered the supporting actress instead of Wobi. Yeah. Mm. We all saw it. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, and I also like, don't think it's a particularly strong performance from either Patrick or Demi, but I don't I completely agree. And no, uh, Patrick like loved Patrick and a lot of stuff. Didn't he you know, he was like Oh, I think a little bit miscast in this. Yeah. I just was like, you, you are it. You are, you are insurance banker turned ghost. No, it doesn't, doesn't line up for me. It's just, it's just kind of weird when you, because, okay. Tell me if you guys feel this way about it. I don't know. This is what I feel. I feel like Patrick and Demi were picked for the pre ghost scenes. Like, that's why they were cast. They do an amazing job together, and it works. And then after that, you kind of, like, break that mechanism, and then they're just sort of each doing stuff, and then you bring Whoopi in to, like, make the movie work. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a a pretty critical point. So, does she not have a ton to do? Yes, but with what she does with the time. Is she a linchpin? Yeah. Yeah. I I would certainly say so. Wow, that really turned turned us turned me around, turned, turned me around. on my tail. Uh, Debate well, club, hope. come through. <laughs> also, I just as an aside, I thought, you know, like if Patrick Swayze's in it, Patrick Swayze's got to fight. That must be in his in his rider in his mm-hmm. contract. Mm-hmm. But since he's since he's ghost, he just has to furiously punch, 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 punch. But yeah. all his punches go through the people. And I find that very strange. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate betrayal. There's the at least betrayal. three fight scenes where he just is beating someone up, but they can't feel it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and with that, you guys, while these two mull over what we've been talking about, it's time for us to take a break. 
You are listening to us Gold Berserk on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. We're going to be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community <laughs> Radio. Tuned into the community. We're going berserk today with our March Madness uh, focused on Whoopi Goldberg. That's a thing I never thought I'd say, but here we are. I'm enjoying myself, so whatever. It's not a, it ain't, ain't no thing to worry about. We're going to keep talking about this. We're going to figure everything out. But uh, first, does anyone know what time it is? Um, um, time? March, late March. It's game time, people. Whoa. <gasps> for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend half a second this week looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not It seen. seems unlikely it took you that long, but... Uh, it was pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a great time. Are you guys ready to play the game? Yes. This week's title is Clara's Heart. Oh, baby. That title again. Clara's Heart. Mm. Sean, you got something? Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm torn. I'm, I'm having a crisis because <gasps> I have... <gasps> <gasps> I am familiar with Ms. Clara's heart. <gasps> he knows it. I know he it. He knows it. Oh, okay, Sanj, you have to go first then, and we'll see if he can remember. What? What? No, he has to make something <laughs> up. <laughs> this doesn't seem fair at all. That's, that's, not, that's not the rules that I've just mentioned on air before we... No, before I want a lawyer. Play this thing. I'll, okay, no, no, no. I will, I will... So this is about a young... Jamaican surgeon played by Whoopi Goldberg. And a woman comes in and she is Clara, as you might know. And she uh, she's having major heart problems. They become friends. And then Clara, wait, she doesn't have heart problems. She has some other problems. But then she uh, dies quickly. But her heart is beating perfectly. And so then they put the heart, they can use it to donate to someone else. She gives it to a young boy um, played by Neil Patrick Harris. And, um, and then that boy now has the personality of Clara. And then so Clara and Whoopi become great friends. I mean, Neil and uh, Whoopi become good friends. Unlikely wow. friends. Yeah. Oh, well, Sean, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I I also think um, this is the tale of a heart transplant. Um, (laughs) But I think that Whoopi um, is, as she is in many films, inexplicably, um, a cool young lesbian um, who works with horses. And she has this favorite horse (laughs) who she's had for years named Clara. Um, And Clara is a champion. She's kind of getting towards the end of her life. But um, another one of uh, Whoopi's horses who is like destined, they think destined for great things, they think is going to be a champion, is scheduled to be in a really important race, um, is, is having heart problems. And so uh, Whoopi has to um, basically decide and ends up sacrificing Clara and giving the other horse uh, Clara's heart, and that's and then the horse wins a race. 
I actually uh, don't horses? know what her being a lesbian has to do with anything. I think I was going to say something else, and it made sense <laughs> at the time. I mean, it's important to the to to the the casting guy. Yeah. Can horses do organ transplants in this way? They can now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, within, it's a new world the of, Cla- of Clara's heart. Um. Well, I'm I am torn about what to do here. Well, actually, can I? You don't have yeah. to. You don't 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 assign me points. I was trolling you, but the actual plot. Can I see if I remember it? Yeah, this is fun. No nonsense. No nonsense. Magical black lady uh, meets a woman in Jamaica who is suffering, uh, like ha- lost her daughter or something, lost a baby, and then Clara, played by Whoopi, helps her get over it with her no nonsense attitude. And so then she brings her home to the and becomes their housekeeper. And Neil Patrick Harris is their child, and he is initially grumpy about it. But then they become good friends because they're the, his parents are kind of crappy. And I remember specifically that Neil Patrick Harris adopts a Jamaican accent to try and like be closer to Clara, and it's is uncomfortable. Oh boy! Yeah, that, that sounds interesting, uh, Sean. You're correct uh, in that regard. It actually does say no nonsense in the written description that yeah. I am reading right now. Yeah. Uh, it does say, though, uh, spoiler alert, Clara harbors her own dark secret. Now, what does she harbor? Oh. She must, maybe she had a kid, too. Honestly, I don't remember that part. Well, well. Gotta this, watch this it to find has, out, I guess. Has, has just gone straight sideways. Sean, I wouldn't have given you the points if you didn't say what the dark secret was, so... You know, it would have been fine anyway. Um, oh, my goodness. You Dark guys, secret. This has, been, this has been the most divisive game we've ever had. Um, <laughs> I, I defer my points. Thank I defer you. Them. Honorable. Honorable. Sonia, Sonia's Honorable threatening, oh. holding a gun to my head. <laughs> Sonia, <laughs> gosh, calm, calm down. The booth, the booth is a safe place for everybody. <laughs> Uh, you guys, thank you for playing the game, even though it kind of went crazy there. Uh, I, I feel like that's... At some point, bound to happen more. Mm-hmm. I can't just keep finding movies that you hopefully have not seen without seeing them. But uh, that's the way the game rolls. You guys, the game is brought to you by the CJTR Membership Drive. Woo! Which, which is on now until Monday, April 24th. Buy a new membership or renew your current one today and become part of the CJTR community. Like As us. a member of CJTR, you'll receive benefits like... Pro programmer bidding rights, ability to join our board, exclusive giveaways, and more. <gasps> okay. Ooh. Dark secrets. Mm-hmm. Memberships start at only $30 a year with special two, three, and five-year discounted rates. In addition to our regular membership perks, if you renew or purchase your membership before the end of Monday, April 24th, you can get an exclusive CJTR, that was in all caps, Community Ooh. Radio Lover Pinback Button. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh, there's a rendering of the button here. It does look fancy. Very stylish. It does. It does You'll never see nice. it. You have to buy it to see it. Gotta buy it. Go to cjtr.ca to purchase your membership online today or call cjtr at 306-525-7274 to learn more. You guys, I became a member because... Well, quite frankly, everything is very vocal. Uh, I got an opportunity to do a radio show, but now I am involved because this is like our thing. Like, this is just like how we do 
our like and I'd like miss you guys if we didn't do it. Yeah. So yes. uh, I'm I'm all in on my little on my little community I formed. Oh, and my little the greater community as well. My card, my CJTR membership card, is right there next to my my uh, organ transplant card, my <laughs> yeah. scene card, all of my most important cards. They're wow. all tucked in away there. My optimum. I actually got my radius communications number tattooed on my body, and I didn't find out that it updates when you buy a new membership. <laughs> oh, so, so you had to keep scratching it off. And yeah, it and then I found out it did, so I actually got two, but two are identical, and one, it's fine. It all worked out. Yeah. But um, folks, at the, fine folks at the station straightened me out, and uh, luckily they had that tattoo gun, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, please support People Powered Radio. And consider buying a membership today. Do it. So you can hear hear us <laughs> do it. Uh, talk <laughs> about our nonsense some more. Uh, with that, uh, that was a nice long break we've all had. But we still need to continue to gold berserk. We have to gold berserk. One last figure time. Out which one of these movies reigns supreme in terms of its Whoopi Goldberg-ness. And that brings us to the winner of the dramatic round. Ooh. The color purple. Good color. Uh, as always, we color. have, yeah, we have scored these uh, in the areas of characterization, voice, physicality, tension, and emotion, and style. You guys, what do you what do you think about the color purple? Now this is an interesting one because she is so young and early in her career mm-hmm. that she's mm-hmm. not she's not typecast in because like we as watching a many. Of the a many whoopee film, uh, we know her to be a disruptor, big personality character, and that they. I feel like a lot of roles are written for her, or like, uh, you know, they're just like, oh, that's a whoopee role. But this one is a very unwhoopee role. Mm-hmm. It's very, mm-hmm. it's like subtle. Um, it's pretty. Su- it's not supporting really, but her character looks at a lot of like is always watching other things happen uh and sort of internalizing it and then she she has like one sort of uh big big personality speech but um but it is like really beautiful and understated and a very unwhoopy role if i may say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is interesting and she obviously slays it yes yeah i this was maybe no. This wasn't the first one I watched this month. I think I think the telephone was. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to which start. Which is very funny, but it was one of the first ones, and I was very taken with her performance and with Celie as a character, um, right from the jump. And I just think like there's something about the tenderness and the vulnerability that she that just like shines through so strongly in this role that is like i I don't know it's it's pretty i think it's gonna be pretty hard to beat for me to be honest Mm -hmm. i i think that there's sort of like movies that people flex in and you know i don't know if i I don't know what was that sort of at risk here in 85 for whoopi uh, but this was like her big breakout and this sort of started everything after that. I don't know. Do you guys know, like, did she, like, is Whoopi like a, like a stand-up person? Like, did that happen? Like, was she like active in that space as well or? Yeah, she does stand up. Yeah. Because it just seems like, like looking at her list here, like, 
we get the color purple, which is like this big spike. And then it's sort of like, she's got all these other opportunities, which are mostly like, I don't know. I don't know what else to call them other than whoopee movies. Mm -hmm. And like, there's sort of like comedic roles that happened to the eighties and nineties that happened to a lot of people where they actually got a lot of movies that were sort of like playing, not necessarily the same character, but versions of the same character. Like they're being themselves. It's like, yes, this is just them. Yeah. And uh, I mean, because she did win an Oscar, right? It's for Color Purple? No. No, she won it for Ghost. Yes, which is just baffling. But um, you, it is sort of like that trajectory of career that you expect to see from Oscar-ness ha- happening, where she sort of got has this like pattern of like a serious one every year and then three other comedies to pad out the whole sort of thing. But yeah, um, sorry, one for me, one for you. One for me, three for you true but like incredibly busy you know like just like this like crazy busy career doing all of this stuff and uh i like i don't know how long Whoopi was on star trek for but like i feel like it was an eternity i think it was like 10-ish years maybe i uh, yeah i don't i don't know how often or not it Um, is the it is the most interesting trajectory like because you didn't like television was not prestige at that point like if you were a film person doing television i feel like it was like oh my god Mm -hmm. but in terms of like what we've what we've seen and other things that i know right because like this was like three years before the telephone Mm -hmm. which is a very weird risky strange thing that was put out and we get something with like so much nuance so much thought so much care uh, and like all you know all all of this all of this stuff going on but I will put the asterisk on here this is this is where we get the who's the Oprah from yes because Oprah does absolutely not like o- like Oprah showed us who's the Oprah yes and I think the whole cast is basically just kind of incredible mm-hmm. but uh, I I had seen the color purple before, and I did not remember the Oprah. Mm-hmm. All my life, I've had to fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, does anyone else have any thoughts on the color purple before we move to our final, our final film? Mm-hmm. I think just like I think I mostly have said what I want to say but yeah just the subtlety of what she was doing in this movie and like the there are so many like little moments of like joy and triumph or like where we get these little glimpses into Celie's inner world and Mm -hmm. that's that's like what does it for me so yeah um I will find there's like one of the really big emotional parts for Celie happen before Whoopi is Celie like mm. when True. Danny Glover's Ooh. like tearing them apart. So I don't have a point to that, but I'm just saying, I feel like that is a part that a lot of people, when they think of the color purple, remember. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Do you change your uh, background to the color purple? I've been trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Radio is a visual medium. You guys. Outrageous. Uh, outrageous. Even though it's totally not. Uh, our final film is perhaps the most 
whoopee of all of our final yes, options. Absolutely. Uh, and that is, of course, Sister Act. Um, Sean's favorite movie? It's up there, I gotta mm-hmm. say. Top, it's up, top it's 10. Up there. Uh, the perfect mix of all of these things and a slight bit of confusion for Jeremy. Um, Why? But what's, what's that? Don't. He's Did gonna. He's, Jer, if you say it, I'm gonna be mad. Say what? What are we talking about? If you bring up what I think you're about to bring up. What do you think I'm going to bring up? The fact that Uh-oh. it doesn't make sense that her and Harvey Keitel are dating in this movie. It makes it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> it confuses me to no end. And you're entitled to that opinion, but to, yeah. to deduct from Whoopi's performance in this film and the points that you took away from her for it in during its week for that reason explicitly, I think are a disgrace. That's fair. A disgrace. <laughs> An absolute no, inexcusable disgrace. A disgrace. It, it is It is ultimately just one of the most confusing pairings I've ever I've, I've ever heard of. I don't know how I don't know how we got to that. Um, I don't, I, I, it does give us like one of the few and only shots I've ever seen of Whoopi in a black lacy bra like cliche like mm-hmm. whoopi is always clothes on many clothes on usually f- usually four times as many clothes as one might wear on so mm-hmm. i that was that shocked me i was like decolletage of whoopi mm-hmm. oh. Oh. Um. anyway you're right though this film this is a tour de force this like lives and dies on Whoopi's shoulders. She's singing, she's dancing, she's doing comedy, she's doing she's doing some dramatic acting. She's doing action. She's doing it all. She's doing it all. Sanj, what are your thoughts on Distract? Yeah, I mean, Sean said a lot of it, I think. It's um it's so joyful. And just like so fun, and the premise is so good. Um, I literally rewatched it last night because I found out that my mom had never seen it and was shook and was like, "Okay, we have to watch it." Don, I know how how did how did how have you seen it? And your mother has not seen it. I have no idea. It's shocking, but we fixed it. <laughs> and you know, to to be able to watch a movie twice in like two weeks or whatever, three weeks, I guess. Um, and enjoy it thoroughly both times, I think, is a pretty strong testament. That is a um, testament. Yeah, she's, she's, this is like, I think one of the, the key Whoopi as a disruptor movies. And that's something mm-hmm. that we've come to love her for over this month. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just so fun and so dynamic and good. Yeah. And like, I- just like purely filmmaking or not filmmaking, but just like outside of Whoopi's performance, like whoever music directed, like kicked mm. it out of the park, knocked it. It's like every beat is perfect. It is the perfect movie. And even like I watched Sister Act 2 after, afterwards. Yeah. And same. it is still great for many ways, but it is not, it does not hit anywhere near as hard as number one. It's just like lightning in a bottle, baby. I don't know. I think it's not real. I think it's really good, but (laughs) that's just Um, like the writing and the second one is so like 
oh, for some reason, we all teach at a school now, and now you have to be a teacher. And it's like, okay, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, the premise is maybe not as strong. <laughs> That's the way circumstances go down. They uh, don't just I make do... nuns become teachers, but maybe... <laughs> uh, I do think that Sister Act does give us this really great range of Dolores Van Cartier. Yes. Where, like, we do get, like, a hero's journey out of this whole situation, uh, which I think is really fun and really crazy. Harvey Keitel's aside, I'm I'm over I'm willing to overlook Harvey Keitel to get to the rest of the. <laughs> she's abroad. Yes, why? She's I just mean, abroad. Like, I I can swap I can swap Harvey out for Kathy and be okay with it, right? Like that's it's uh I'm a man I'm a you, pragmatic. You think that Kathy should have played the Harvey Keitel character? I that would have made that uh, would have been better. That would Kathy been better. <laughs> Kathy could have played Harvey's role, but Harvey could never have played Kathy's role. Just preach. Like, true. That's true. <laughs> um, but. My point, my, my, my main point in all of this is that I think that Whoopi is the Oprah in this as well. What? No, I think that, he's, I think that's he's right. I think that's what, I think that's what happened. There are good performances in, in this. Kathy, that, um, Kathy's great. Uh, uh, Maggie Smith is very funny. <laughs> very funny, uh, yes. When she's like, Catman! I think that's like the best part. Um, but no, Whoopi, Whoopi is the Oprah. What? No, Whoopi's the Whoopi. Okay, well, if if we're in a world in a world where there's all in every film there's an Oprah and a Whoopi, yeah, is that what you come? From? Yeah, that's where you're coming from. Oh, well, because okay. I thought I thought Oprah of the week was like the <laughs> kind of secondary non Whoopi character who really steals oh. the show. For me, yeah, I also was like the Oprah of the week is the the one that has usurped the attention, the one that I'm looking at. Mm, okay, well what? then I, I'm accept. I would accept that as, as her being that mm-hmm. in this film. But to me, it's just like, well, no, she's just the unquestionable star. Like she just is the center of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, and I think all that, like any extra attention, just does go. In a way, it's sort of the opposite of the color purple, both in a good way, where it is just like much more going on both incredibly positive right like both very good but it puts us in a predicament where i have to ask the question mm. which is what are you rating each film okay oh we're in doing it of, we're doing it we, have, I, that's, that's, we gotta that, do this the time is coming out to say okay. this, this is the uh, are we going like Jeremy has been, are we going like third place second place first place yeah i think that we should yes okay so th- so to be clear third pl- third is the worst or the best? So the third worst. place gets is the worst and gets one point. Okay. And I don't like the word worst here, but... Yeah, but know, like yeah. The, the least yes. high ranking. The least mm-hmm. high. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sandra, are you putting in the points or are you putting in the rank? Um, I was going to put in the points. Okay, then I will adjust as per my... my <laughs> as per my thing that says points according to rank. I, <laughs> I, may, I may not have read that. I may, uh, thank you. Thank Mom and Dad are fighting. Mom and Dad are oh fighting about the spreadsheet. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. No, thank that you does make more sense, though. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, anyway. Um, I, well, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, the third The third pick is Ghost. Mm-hmm. Third pick for Sean is Ghost. <gasps> you so, guys, third pick for Sonya is also Ghost. Three ghosts in the bottom. 
Three little now this is when things will start shaking up yeah Yeah. this and and honestly like i have been thinking about this all day and i have been back and forth like i i i i have assigned points and i don't know how i feel about it and i mean at some point i just have to decide but uh this is a hard this is a hard pick so for anyone who is confused by all of this nonsense we've just spouted we are trying to pick what is the best Whoopi goldberg movie between the color purple and sister act and uh just uh, really similar I, movies that are easy to compare. Super, super, super similar. But we are thinking of performances, not of the movies. No, that's we correct. Are. That's true. But I think even on yes. the performance level, true, it's that's different. Fair. But uh, I give the second slot to the color purple. <gasps> oh, Sean. And I give my second slot to the color purple. Oh, okay. I give my second slot to Sister Act. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, okay. (laughs) The way that math works, it's very (laughs) anticlimactic. That, which is that. uh, So, by just one one measly point, uh, Sister Act has been declared. We have all. Gone berserk! I couldn't do it. Uh, and sister, gone, we have gone, gone berserk. I couldn't do it. I it was, it was words flopped. I don't know. Uh, sister fail. act is the winner of Whoopi March Madness. Wow! With a close, a close second of the color purple, and then a big old gap. <laughs> There's ghost, and then ghost and, right, right in the tails. And I do think that this really does boil down to the whole sort of like. I think The Color Purple is a better movie. And I think there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more parts. But in terms of its whoopiness, I do think Sister Act is the correct choice. And I don't think The Color Purple is a better movie, even. (laughs) Oh. That's fair. I mean, it's, again, like, it's kind of apples and oranges. Like. True. You have to, I think, get pretty specific on what makes which one better and how to compare them. Because I just feel like they're very different. But it yeah. is interesting because um, initial scores wise, Sister Act was actually the lowest of yep. the three, uh, and I then Ghost, and then the color purple. So, but you know, when you in the in the stark light of day, when you have to hold all three up against each other, I guess people knew where they stood. The heart, the <laughs> heart, the heart wants what it wants. Uh, Clara's heart now, wants what it wants. There, that it does. Uh, and now that we've all officially uh, gone berserk, we can come out of this uh, stupor and realize that that is all the time we have this week. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna. My co-hosts, Sean and Sanj, everyone at CJTR, and to our listeners, Spoiler Alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Fridays at 3, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. My Electric is 100% coming up next. And please do not forget that the CJTR membership drive is on now until Monday, April 24th. Get your membership today so that you too can argue about Whoopi Goldberg with your friends. Don't promise Uh, them that. (laughs) Thank you, you guys. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.